This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. And this is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflective... I, I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflexive. <laughs> and this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. Oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with a drinking problem. I'm scared. Oh my god. We've been left unsupervised. Brian's not here. In well, the studio. he just counted us down and then he left. He's not feeling well, everybody. Baby. He thinks we can handle this by ourselves, and I think he's wrong. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he's going to be like, yeah, you guys weren't recording at all. Thanks. <laughs> oh, talking into a void. That's well, what I normally do. <laughs> Linda brought over eight beers tonight. Because <laughs> it's a Friday. Oh my god, I told Morgan usually I bring over six when I come over, but we usually record on weekdays, and today, <laughs> as I was taking them out of my fridge, I almost closed it. I was like, you know what? And I just put two more in. She was like, fuck it. We're gonna party. G-I-F. <laughs> and she's so, uh, I was gonna say patriotic, but that's not no. right. No, I am. <laughs> well, but. you are. You are, you are. <laughs> but everything is uh, local. We have a Lancaster Brewing Company uh, Kolsch. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Flying Fish from New Jersey, Farmhouse Summer Ale. And we have a Victory Headwaters out in Downeytown. I... Actually, Parksburg. Whatever. Who cares? It's... Wait, they're in Downeytown. Yeah, but the bigger brewery is now, now in Parksburg. Listen, if Brian were here, he I would know. tell you you can't open that kind of... I and I'm putting You're the beers so down. so much noise. Oh God. God. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open one of these. I'm going to... Tr- uh, you know what? I've never had this flying fish. Oh, it's good. Okay, so I'm going to open it. God, it's all falling He's going to cut it out. Don't worry about it. Okay, and cut. <laughs> Wait. Well, if you do cut this, but if you don't... <laughs> Brian hates when we say... Cut. <laughs> Which is so awesome because we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, don't say cut. True, 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 true. <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. God, I hope we get through this. We're going to do this right, unlike last time. Reminder, alert, everybody pay attention on August 20th. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm like waiting for my Google calendar to let I'm like, what day of the week is that? Oh, shit. Okay, Saturday, Saturday. August 20th, 5 p.m. Drink, drank, drunk live show at Tattooed Mom. If you're in the tri-state area, there's no excuse. And if you're anywhere else, get in your car, get in your plane. Get I know our listeners jet. are super rich. You need to come here because we can't be up there in front of only thing worse than being in front of a crowd is being in front of nobody. Yeah. We'll I've never actually, recover. I've, we'll never recover. I've been to um, like comedy shows where there's like literally like three people there and I'm one mm. of them. Mm. And I just like, it makes me so uncomfortable. Like I still think about it every so often being in that audience because oh I'm so I just pulled this up on my calendar mm. and on Friday, August 8, 19th, I have a haircut scheduled. This oh, is fate. It better be a good one. 
This is fate. If any of you <laughs> care about what my haircut's going to look like. And they all do. And, you know, you want to see us and listen to the podcast line, blah, 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 blah. You should come to Tattoo Mom on South Street, Saturday, August 20th, 5 p.m. And then, guess what will happen? Me and Linda will be there and we'll hang out, we'll have drinks, we can talk, get to know each other. It'll be awesome. It'll be great. Yeah. God, now I feel like I need to get my hair cut. Remember when we were talking about periods? Yes, I do. Not the menstrual? Nope. Yep. The, the punctuation mark. So Time Magazine or their blog, The Conversation, they make it very unclear. Who cares? It's very hard to figure out what goes in print, what goes on a blog. Wait, did yeah. that show up on your regular time.com? I mean, yeah. not just for time, for every for everything. publication. It's I very know. difficult to figure out. Some of them still put at the her. bottom. Some still put at the bottom. Disappeared. Yeah, I like that. New Yorker does that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so and the best. So this was written by Lauren Collister, and her she's she's attributed as Lauren Collister, comma University of Pittsburgh. And I'm like, she's student, teacher, staff member, professor. I don't know, but I'm excited because <laughs> we didn't Google her. So I love we don't Pittsburgh. care that much. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I clicked on her name, and that you know what? It's it's time.com's fault. Okay. Okay. Why using a period in a text makes you sound angry. So she goes back to what we talked about earlier when we were talking to our millennial friend and we found out about how periods are mean and angry and especially insincere is like the word used over and over again. If you use a period, you're just kind of being shady, not yourself, not real. Yeah. Which is fascinating because... Or there's like another layer of something going on. Yeah, you're or, hiding something or yeah. you're... Yeah, you, you said it. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, Lauren goes on. She totally agrees with all this. She cites the same studies that we talked about, uh, but she gets a little bit deeper into it. And she says, in the past, written language was almost always tinged with a level of formality because it was associated with permanence in books and written documents. However, now that text messaging and social media have given their users an outlet for casual written language, differences between writing styles can be seen. I found this interesting there was a time when writing words were always formal. It, yeah. And that was, you didn't write anything. Except like notes to your friend. But I'm, t I'm talking about, I'm like thinking about like the olden days. Yeah. I'm like, I'm thinking about like Anne Boleyn and like <laughs> writing and like. That would be pretty. People, like, yeah. everything you said was going to be written down and like. There was no room for any kind of casualness or any kind of hidden meaning. Like you had to be yeah. really succinct and you didn't say anything in writing that wasn't going to be read by a lot of people. Right. In the between handlers and how long it took letters to get to people and yeah, yada, yada. So uh, over time that wears off. And now we're at a place where we communicate almost more in writing than anything else. Yeah, of course. Well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more so than we, we went from a place to yeah. where we only communicated in writing and speaking to a place where and then, then it was like phone calls and, and in person and now it's back to writing. And it's mm -hmm. very bizarre. Like you used to talk to your friends and now you text your friends and now you email your friends and you Facebook message your friends and every most, I would say 90% of my interactions with my good friends are in writing. Yeah. Whereas 
I probably could not, I definitely couldn't have said that 10 years ago. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. So. <laughs> I love your breaks to take huge gulps of wine. Yeah, I haven't even started on my farmhouse ale yet. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Like, I, I think when you watch television shows now, it's really funny. Like, say you watch a television show from, like, when you watch Friends. Yes. Say. And I do. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but so do millennials. I was just saying the other day, millennials also watch Friends, even though it like, wasn't on. Posers. Oh, my, uh, a friend of ours said, it's their Golden Girls. I was like, well, I don't know if that makes me happy or sad, but oh my it's God. their Golden Girls. So, That's fucking accurate, though. Yeah. So when you watch Friends, you're kind of like, why are you confused about what, what airport you have to go to? Call them. Text them. You know, it must be frustrating for someone yeah. who, like, has always had that option. Yeah. But, like... Um, it's just funny how like so quickly I'm I, I one of my guilty pleasure shows is Jane the Virgin and they like yeah. constantly um, text on the show and they, they like show the text messages and mm. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so like a lot of the show happens via text message. Yeah. Or I am too. Yeah. So I'm just like so funny that there's this whole storyline like you wouldn't be able to tell this full story without showing these text messages because at first i was like this seems kind of cartoonish that they're yeah. like doing this but they have to it's because necessary. that's how people talk communicate and if yeah. they left that out it wouldn't seem genuine yeah in the early 2000s when the oc was <laughs> popular this uh there was this there was this time from like 2000 to 2005 where shows where TV shows and movies weren't sure how to they address to cell yep. phones, so they just ignored it. And friends it did that for a while too. Was really awkward. Yeah. And I remember watching the OC and like you know, there's like the car crash and like or whatever yeah, the scene is, yeah. and it's like, hi, they are you've we've already established that they're yeah. rich as hell. They all have cell phones, but yeah. nobody in the show did because yeah. that wasn't. No, I, I know exactly. Yeah, it's it's weird. But, you know, I also appreciate the fact that nothing ages a show more than showing an old cell phone. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah. 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 Okay, so back to <laughs> yeah. back to our uh, conversation slash time.com slash who cares article. Um, <laughs> so situational code switching. This is when we change how we talk depending on where we are or who we're talking to or how we're communicating and this feels like deja vu, so we've probably talked about this in earlier episodes, but I don't remember because I was drunk. But it's this situation where we speak differently to our friends and we do to our bosses than we do to whoever's giving us an interview, yada, yada. So this code switching in spoken language is well studied and documented and a common thing. In the past, written language was almost always tinged with a level of formality because it was associated with permanence in books and in written documents. But now that there's an outlet for casual written language, differences in writing styles can be seen as well. So now we're code switching, not just when we speak, but we're code switching when we write. And this goes back to when I was texting my millennial and she said, you know, I don't do that when I text you and I don't do that when I email work people, but I do it when I text my friends or I do it. You know, she's she's going back and forth between these two distinct yeah. languages. Well, I think the problem comes in when people don't know the co- like they, they don't have that switch to right. do the code switch. 
But that also makes me wonder, so like back in the olden days, Anne right. Boleyn. Um, I love that that was my go-to reference. Yeah, of course. Back in the olden days then, was there this code switching? And we just don't even know about it because it's not recorded because yeah. written language was formal. Yeah. So was it like, if they could text back then, would they be like, where art thou? And question King, mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. King Henry's like, I'm going to kill this bitch. Yeah. Like to his friends. Yeah. But in written, it was like, I doth protest yeah. that she hasn't not provided a yeah. male heir. Yeah. That was uncanny. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so uh, research into code switching in spoken language has shown that a person's ability to code switch actually signals social competency rather than unintelligence. So people think that, oh, you know, kids these days, they don't use periods. They don't spell right. They're always on the Snapchat. Like, they're so yeah. dumb when in actuality, sure, if that's if that's how you speak and that's how you speak to everyone around you and you don't change it up for your grandma or your boss or your cousin or your bartender, like, then okay, fine, you may be a certain level of intelligence. Right. But this need, this modern need to constantly be changing how you speak is a sign of social competency and can affirm one sense of identity or membership in a community and actually may be an indicator of high intellectual ability in children. So the better somebody is at going in and out of the way they speak, the smarter they may be. Cool. But another uh, phenomenon of text messaging is we get that we leave off the periods because we're speaking in single thoughts. It makes sense. I totally understand that. Mm -hmm. But the repetition of letters or punctuation marks is another thing that's come up in casual language that I have not been able to understand as well but I'm guilty of doing it. And I don't You're even saying that or she's saying that I'm saying that, okay. that I'm like this repetition. I'm guilty of doing it. And I don't even know why I do it sometimes. Uh, so here's the example. Here's a text. This is a text message. And the first one is all capital. Jackie, I am so, so sorry. I thought you were in the cab behind us. And then I saw you weren't four exclamation points. I feel so 10 O's bad. Catch another cab, and I'll pay for it for you with a bunch of yous. I, I think I understand most of that except for the you. It's just being like, I'm so sorry. I'll pay for it for you. Like, you're very apologetic in the way that you're writing this. Yeah. And then the alternative is to just say the same exact message with no extra punctuation and no extra letters. And this more formal version reads more like a work email, they say, than one to a friend who is sincerely and fervently apologizing for a mis a mistake, a mishap. You're not you're you genuinely feel bad. Jackie didn't get in the cab and you're really upset about it, but just writing to her without exclamation points, without capital letters and without extra letters is not genuine enough. Right. So I think it all depends like where your base starts and who you're writing yeah. to and if they know you. So I just think in general, and we've talked about this before, I forget if on the podcast or not, but like I just think that 
like people are kind of dramatic these days, even about small things. So yeah. it's like, or I don't mean to say dramatic, but like people write dramatically about yeah. things. Yeah. And I and I get it, and that's fine, and I do it too, kind of to be funny a lot, a lot of times. But um, if I um, you know, people who know me know how I write, and they right. know I use periods. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if anyone thinks I'm mad at them, but I use periods and whatever. I thought so, you've been mad at me for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan always has this deep-seated, yeah. <laughs> like Linda hates me. So if that was you that I left without getting in a cab, yeah. I would write, oh my God, probably all OMG caps plus an exclamation point. Yeah. And I would just be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize what just happened. Yeah. Period. Please get in a cab and I'm going to pay for it. Period. Yeah. And to me, that I'm would so seem very sorry, genuine. Exclamation point. Yeah. Two exclamation points and an all caps OMG. That's about as crazy as you get. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, Morgan, guess what? What? We're going to talk about your mom. <gasps> She's a beautiful, amazing angel. Oh my God, she is. <laughs> so is my mom. <laughs> True. Love to Sue and Kathy. Um, okay, so Sue asked us, can you explain the difference between parentheses and brackets? Mm-hmm. And I think this is worth delving into. That's why we're talking about it. I agree. Because, okay, so parentheses are the punctuation mark. Yeah. That People like- most often use them to make boobs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or smiley faces. Or smiley faces. It's the they're the nice it's little the mouth on the smiley face. Slight curve. Yeah. Yeah. So they're the curved. They're the curved ones, and the brackets are the square looking ones. Like they have mm-hmm. the sharp edges to enclose your your thing. Yeah. So parentheses are used to put in a side, sort of in your mm-hmm. sentence. So. Yeah. It can be a full sentence or or not. So if it's within a sentence, example, Morgan accidentally saw this. I, I meant to keep it a secret. Morgan watched Big Brother, parenthesis, eye roll, and parenthesis after we recorded, which does happen a lot. Yeah. Well, what you going to do? Um, it's so, a social experiment, everybody. <laughs> so the eye roll, which is in parentheses, can com- be completely taken out of the sentence. It doesn't affect the sentence. It's just an aside. It's also quite bitchy. <laughs> That's what most parentheses are used for, actually. <laughs> it's the bitch font. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's the bitch punctuation mark. <laughs> it's your, um, what's it called when, when celebrities are mean to each other? I don't know. Shade. It's for oh, shade. That's for everybody. It's not oh. just for celebrities. I know it's for Honey, everyone. Honey, we can shade anybody. I know it's for everyone. I just sounded like an 80-year-old. I know it's for everyone. No, parentheses are shade. You're right. You're right. I'm saying it because that's how I always say it. Yeah. Like every tweet that Katy Perry does that's passive aggressive towards Taylor Swift, just imagine parentheses around it. Yeah. That's what she means. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you can also have full sentences within parentheses. Mm-hmm. Again, it's kind of like an aside to what you're saying. So if you do that, say I said, um, Morgan watched 
Big Brother after we recorded, period. Then I would do parenthesis. Um, uh, yes, it's true or something like that. <laughs> then I would do period and parenthesis. Mm-hmm. So it would, you know, so that's a standalone sentence, but you still have to punctuate that sentence. So the period goes inside the parenthesis. If it's a, if it's an entire sentence, okay, and it's a standalone, yes, yeah. the whatever your punctuation mark is, if it's period exclamation point question, mm-hmm. if it's a standalone, yeah, when it's within a sentence and it's the, the eye roll example, there's no punctuation within, yeah. okay, unless it's part of what you're saying. If I said Morgan watched Big Brother parentheses. I know, like, and I'm just being like, oh, I know, or whatever, yeah. and I would do an exclamation point, that's fine, and okay. then you keep on with your sentence, but does that explain parentheses? I mean, what it does is makes you sound very judgmental. Yeah. Well, that's only because you love Big Brother. <laughs> also, that's kind of the the point of this podcast. Yeah. Um, this is how you judge people. I <laughs> am such a parentheses abuser to the fa- and I know, I know I am. And yeah. whenever I write an email, and this is I'm talking about for work, I know that I can only do one parenthesized. I don't think that's the right word. Parentheticized? No, that's not the that's right word. That's probably either. worse. <laughs> parenthesized. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, mm-hmm. Per email. So I go back and I'm like, okay, you got to take some parentheses And out. sometimes it's, it's explanatory. So I'm yeah. using it in a mean way. But yeah. I mean, it can be like... Um, it just is something I really favor. And I don't know why. It's kind of like, here's what I'm telling you. And then like, here's like a subtle aside that I want you to know. But it's not yeah. as important as what I'm saying. Like, I use parentheses all the freaking time. And I know I don't do it correctly but it's just it's my crutch and i can't give it up totally totally yeah yeah it's so uh, you try, know i mean i think with anything it's like try not to and i do that with m dashes a lot it's, it's my crutch and it's like you should just the good thing is you know that about your your writing and mm-hmm. i know that about mine too and so it's like you have to go back and correct yourself and and you know it's something you need to work on and sometimes uh, honestly and i'm not saying this about you necessarily, Morgan, or, yes, or you me? Are. <laughs> I'm putting it in parentheses. No, but it's a, uh, it's like if you are falling into something a lot, it might mean that you're getting lazy about a certain part of yep. your writing. So mm-hmm. you need to. I know. I know. Work on that. I'm I go back. No, but you're right, Linda, and I'm not even taking your advice because I already knew it. <laughs> But I go back and I read and I'm like, why is that sentence in parentheses? It's fully strong enough to stand on its own. It's part of this It makes message. total sense. You're just being a big pussy. Yeah. So I take it out. And also, you know what, guys? I know we said this before, but I'm getting really irritated. You have to read your messages before you send them. I don't care if it's a text or a Facebook or a, a Tinder I don't think that's real messaging platform. I don't know. I think but they guys, just send pictures. When you write something, we're married. Real quick, real quick, read what you wrote before you send it. Yeah, it's annoying. And, you know, the more important it is, the more serious you should read it. But it's like, don't write an email at work and press send. Go back and then be like, those parentheses aren't necessary and take them out and mm-hmm. say, like, oh, this word could be better and change that word. Everybody just try harder. All right. Good.
You're all lazy motherfuckers. That was mean. I know. I didn't mean it. Okay. So the brackets, there's a couple uses for brackets. One is if you are already in your parentheses statement and you want to again do a parentheses. That's crazy. That You know what? You shouldn't have told me that. That's yeah. opening up like a, that. You're there have been times a... in my life where I'm like, I want to get even more parenthetical, <laughs> but I can't because I don't know how. But now I do. Then you would use a bracket. So it is not recommended if you are. <laughs> we're gonna all just spit out our beer. If you oh. are finding yourself using brackets within parentheses on a n- regular basis. You need to reevaluate some things <laughs> because it's it just shouldn't happen that it's often. Not okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean sometimes there's a need for it. <laughs> but an aside within an aside, your normal email is probably not one of them. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's one. Another another need for the bracket is to explain something in quoted material. Yes. So you don't ever want to change someone's quote. Mm-hmm. Everyone. That is wrong. Also, yeah. source your quotes. Idiots. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you are quoting someone who said, she is making the world better, one curated pizza cookout at a time. That's a made up quote. So the she in that quote about making the world better, one, one curated pizza cookout at a time. Yes. It's unclear in that quote. No, so, it's very clear. Well, I guess it depends on your <laughs> level of knowledge of Gwyneth Paltrow, which is who we're talking about. Although it's not a real quote, but we just made it up. Right, 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 right. Um, so you don't want to put in parentheses because it can seem like that's part of the quote. It's a little too murky. You don't okay. want to do that. Okay. So what you're going to do is put in brackets. And after the she, you would put in bracket. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow and bracket. So okay. like... Um, you're never taking out anything. You're just like explaining right. what it is you're talking about. I don't know if this is a style thing or not, but like. Oh, also, some... sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm cutting you off. But okay. it's the same thing with in quotes when people use brackets. I don't they use it to correct the sentence a little bit. So where sick. Yeah. As I see. Yeah. And what does that mean? Do you know? Was that? It's a Latin word. Okay. It means thus. But it's not – I don't know why. I don't know why that matters for that. Okay, so I'll get into that in a second. One thing I just want to clarify about what you just said about the missing information is um, I'm not sure if this is a style thing or not, but people feel strongly one way or another that you shouldn't omit text. Oh. So it shouldn't be like instead of she. Yeah. Instead of she, you put in Linda. In brackets. or Yeah, in brackets. You should say the she oh. and then in brackets write Linda. Okay. Because I see a lot of omitting going yeah, on. Yeah, no, I do too. But I think um, I think my main man, Bill Walsh, All right, well, doesn't agree with that. You know. I think from what I remember one time. Got to follow but, the Bible. Yeah. So, but I, um, I, I, I would tend to agree with that because then you don't know what – you don't want to ever – 
you don't want ambiguity. Like so, you, yeah. You don't well, want because you don't know if he he could he could have said she, she he could have said that bitch, he right. could have said my sister. Like you don't right. know what I think that's the point. The you bracket don't. means you're quoting someone. You need to be clear. And yeah, that's what the brackets are for. But you don't want to ever change someone's quote. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the point. Of that okay. So the SIC sick. Uh, that is used for mistakes. So you okay. have to use that sparingly. It can't be like, I don't agree with that. <laughs> okay. And it can't even be, even if it's wrong, you still have to be careful. Because it's not just for misspellings, although that's how you mostly see it. Mm-hmm. But it could be for like just something that's really inaccurate. Now, oh. imagine that in this day and age. Mm-hmm. So you have to be... Okay. You have to be careful about... Um you know, how you use it. It's mostly, I think, or at least what I've seen, misspellings. So if someone uses ITS instead of IT apostrophe S, you would put brackets SIC. Bracket SIC, bracket. So, um, and that just means I'm quoting what was really there. I understand this is a misspelling. I think I see it a lot too for words left out. Yeah. That too. Okay. So somebody just saying like, like if there is a glaring error. Yeah. You don't want it to seem if it can Yeah, like she needs seem, to like she I can't even do it. I'm trying to leave a word out on purpose and I can't. Because you're too perfect. It's like she needs washed, which is a weird thing to say. Isn't but, that something that's a Pittsburgh thing, isn't it? It is um I was it's talking about this with uh, I think it's very like western Pennsylvania and, okay, and maybe western even Ohio. Pennsylvania. Yeah, like the car needs washed, washed instead yeah. of the car needs So to be you would washed. put the sick in there because well, you're like I guess I don't think that's that confusing, I but feel yeah. like I've seen people do that though being okay, like maybe. being trying to defend themselves like we know, guys, we know. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean you you just don't want anyone to think that you if it can seem like you made a mistake by quoting that person and there's a missing word or there's a misspelling or whatever, you should just use the sick to uh, to make sure they, they know that you're perfect and that other person isn't. They're an idiot. That's sick, bro. This comes from the Good News Corner. Yay! Beep, 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 beep. Good news, good news. Oh my gosh, you're such a good singer. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I wish everyone could see the dance right now. <laughs> so, Stars and Stripes, www.stripes.com, which is a resource for the men and women that serve our country. Thank you very much. I'm saluting you over the podcast. You're the bomb. You are the bomb. And not in a scary way, in a oh. good way. I don't. I wouldn't even have thought that. Well, you shouldn't, you, that. you shouldn't say bomb to okay, our fine. service people. You are dope. Not in the drug way. <laughs> oh my God, I'm running out of adjectives. You're you my hero. There you go, you're heroes. Everyday heroes. Okay, so the Marine Corps will remove man from 19 of its job specialty titles and shift to more gender-neutral gender names after a senior-level review. Okay, so can you name a couple of those job titles? I sure can. So, for instance, things like Basic Infantry Man will now be called Basic Infantry Marine. That seems easy. Quite. 
uh, light armor vehicle crewman, light armor vehicle marine. Okay, another easy one. Infantry assault man, infantry assault marine. Okay. Anti-tank missile man, anti-tank missile gunner. What's anti-tank? Linda. All right, sorry. I don't know. Okay, but that seems easy too. Go ahead. (laughs) I mean, the job doesn't seem easy. No. The switch of the terminology. Basic field artillery man. Basic field artillery marine. Okay. Field artillery operations man. Field artillery operations chief. Don't fuck around with no chief. No. Mm -mm. Fire support man. Fire support marine. Just a lot of common sense. Good. Easy peasy switches. So these changes come after Navy Secretary Ray Mabus, I feel like before I was drinking, I could have said that better, but I can't, Um, ordered General Robert Neller, the Marine Corps' commandant, to end gender-segregating training, which I love. So back in January, they said, stop training our Marines differently. Mm -hmm. Everybody go all together. And then in a separate memo, he asked for a review of the gendered military occupational specialty codes. Okay. So, Ray, love you. Yeah, that's awesome. You're very cool. Now I salute you for so many reasons. Yep. I mean, I've saluted you for so many before. Now one more. I love them for doing this. Thanks. God bless you, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to come see us live please 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 the fourth annual philadelphia podcast festival www.phillypodfest.com you can get all your info and come cheer for us and clap for us and we'll buy you a beer only if you give us easy questions yeah there's gonna be a format set up where no hards allowed okay well, yeah, if you have a hard question, you're kicked out of the bar. If you have an easy question, I will buy you a local brew. That's the format. Bye. Bye. Brian's going to kill us. Never leave again, Coco. Are you going to be able to pull this together? Yep. This has been a riveting production.